You're listening to DraftKings Network. Hello, mates. Hello. <laughs> Our... I was between that and mateys and maters because mm-hmm. I was doing your thing, Chris, where you like combine things. Is this a pirate ship, the mystery crate, or is it just the main show? Well, I was just combining mystery and crate as mate. Oh. Right. <laughs> I thought you were doing and a pirate And then it also thing. goes along like with the, the theme of the pirates. It's a cabin and it's a pirate ship, this mystery crate. What if we were in a cabin but not on a ship? We were like in a cabin in the woods. Yeah, I, I want to be there. Why not? Woods and black people don't go hand in hand, as uh, we once mentioned on this show. Roy, I feel like you could hold your own in the woods. I probably could, but I'm not going to experiment. What would you do, Roy, if you were in the woods and you had hmm. to survive like a night and you were hungry? Obviously, if it was one night, you just probably wouldn't eat. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking maybe night number, maybe even two nights, you're not going to, you're just going to go hungry. But then that third night, like you're going to start thinking... I need to kill something. Like, what's the first oh, thing? Oh, if it's like? a night, the first thing hmm. I'm doing, I'm building a fire because it's going to get cold. Ooh. That's the first thing. How would you build a fire? How would I build a fire? I don't know. Get some kindling, uh, get a rock, get a stick, like, you know, the Boy Scouts do or whatever. I wasn't a Boy Scout. Rub two sticks together. I got you. I don't think you could start a fire. I don't think so either. I, I doubt that I would or be able to. So that's, you know, that's one of the reasons why you would never see me in the woods. Back to Chris's question. How many days before you would have to kill something to eat it? Probably the first five minutes. Wow. It'd be the first day. If I'm preparing for multiple days, I need, you know, substance. You You wouldn't eat like before you leave the house? That's an automatic. Yes, I would eat before I left the house, but most likely I'll get hungry again. I would wait until the last possible like time until I would start killing things. Like, I think I would like just faint from nutrition before I just start killing random things. Right. Them in the woods. I mean, that's not how that works. I mean, you guys, you know, stay alive somehow. It take a few days before you die from hunger. Uh, oh, and that's the other thing. You need water. You don't need water now. Trust me. I I go days without drinking water. I drink soda. I drink all kinds of stuff. Water, man. My wife is always like, "You need to drink more water." I'm like, "I had tea today. I had a soda." Mm-hmm. I mean, all those things are, I would think, mostly water, right? Um, this is the mystery crate, by the way. I don't know if, you, if, if you're new here and you, and you didn't know what to expect. This is, uh, I'm Chris, and that's Billy and Roy, and we're from the Shipping Container on the Dan Levitard Show. If you're new to the mystery crate, welcome. It is a fun podcast that you never know what you're going to get. Um, one week, you might get us talking to Stu Gotts as he drives home. The next week, you might get Dan talking to the Reddit dude, whatever his name is. And the next week you might get this, which is Billy Roy and I talk to Go Piss Mike and Craig, the guy that blacked out in Miami. It's not really what he goes by, but that's what I'm calling. Yeah, right. The guy that was roofied, according to him, and his apparent best friend, Goat Piss Mike, who's the guy they called Ron McGill a couple of years ago. Right. Just crazy that <laughs> two fans of ours that have interesting, crazy stories happened to be best friends and it was like it, it felt like the world and the moon was looking at us and saying this is why you guys were put here to interview <laughs> goat piss mike and craig the guy that got drugged in miami all at once like normally you think that might be two interviews but it's like they're best friends so we're gonna just talk to them and and there was a basically every single thing we talk about either involves urine or a lot of alcohol well normally when you uh, drink a lot of alcohol there goes the urine 
There you go. They come hand in hand. Right. Well said. Yeah. No, um, yeah. So let's Thank get you. to it. Before we do, can we do something? Because I know that you're involved in like this whole stock game where, oh, you know, you guys are just kind of driving up the prices of these stocks that aren't worth that much. Can right. people do that with this episode of the podcast? Because like, in terms of things that we put out, this is probably GameStop, right? So how do we kind of get it like really high? So it's like, wow, this is like a really good episode, even though, you know, this is the GameStop of episodes for sure. I feel like Go Piss would agree with that. Go Piss and Craig, they'd be like, that's about right. We also talk to them if you if you really want to know. We talk to them probably close to like an hour and a half total, right? And then right, we yeah. made it a little shorter just because, who knows? Maybe we'll make this a trilogy. Maybe there will be a part two. Wow. Or maybe they're giving won't. away the good stuff. You're giving You'll away never the secrets know. now. I, I enjoyed our time with them. I think uh, I did I think too. Billy's right. I like this. This could be a trilogy, and especially if this rises like GameStop. If this episode rises GameStop. like GameStop, I guarantee you this is going to be a three-parter. Mm-hmm. Should we play the clip of uh, Mike calling in to Ron McGill, asking him the question, so people know who he is, or should we just yes. hope that people know goat- and not? This is what made goat piss. Go piss Mike. Wait, no, this is what made Mike go pit. Uh, you know what? Let's play the clip. <laughs> this is what made the guy that goes by goat piss be known as Mike. Well said. <laughs> well said. Very well said. Oh, hi, Ron. It's good to talk to you. Um, I had a question. Um, Is it true that the male billy goat attracts females by urinating on its own face? It's honestly one of the most famous sound clips in show history, honestly. At least in my time with the show. And uh, these guys are really cool. So let's get to them. It is Craig, the guy that blacked out in Miami, and Go Piss Mike. Craig Kirkendall. Yeah. Craig, what's up, man? You're muted at the moment. You're pulling a Greg Cody right away, Craig. Look at you. Sorry. There he is. All these zoomies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How's it going, man? Where are you? You're in Detroit, right? Uh, Toledo. It's right right by Detroit. It's like a 45-minute drive. The Rockets. The Rockets. Yes. Assuming just because he's wearing a Tiger's cap. Is a, yeah, no, I. everything goes through Detroit. It's like a hub. It's where you got to go to travel. Like, you know how Dayton is to Cincinnati? And mm-hmm. so. This is right. a classic Chris Cody saying, mm-hmm, when he had no idea. <laughs> like, I'm going to be honest with you. I had no idea about the Dayton-Cincinnati The old Dayton-Cincinnati thing. Yeah. Everyone's got their version of that. Yeah. Everybody's got their Dayton. Yeah. Every dog has its Dayton, right, Roy? That's right. <laughs> exactly right. Mike, how's it going? Good. How you doing, man? Your friends don't actually call you goat piss, do they? Oh, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like we shouldn't just be going around calling you goat piss. Yeah, that sounds like a bad idea. So for the people that are unaware of Goat Piss, Mike, you called into a Ron McGill segment and you just asked a question and we enjoyed your voice. We enjoyed the question. So it became a running gag where we replayed it. We must have played that 50 times for different Ron McGill hits. So how did you kind of take, let's start there, Mike. How did you kind of take us replaying that sound and like, what do you remember about making it? Oh, it was awesome. Actually, the backstory of it is, me and Craig were out at the bar watching football, and I'm a Packers fan, and we were losing at home to the Jets. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know grown-ass men being pissed about sports is silly, but if your team's losing at home to the Jets, you should be pissed about it. <laughs> so Craig, trying to cheer me up, he comes back from the bathroom and tells me um, he got a little splashback in his face from uh, his strong stream at the urinal. <laughs> <laughs> 
we were playing each other in fantasy the next week, and we were always looking for different ways to, you know, talk smack to each other. And I thought maybe I'd use the Levitar joke. So I Googled animals that um, were made on their own face, and they came across the Billy Goat thing. And I asked Ron about it, and he answers the question as smooth as the Mason Crosby kicking a field goal. Not knowing you guys were going to be tormenting him with that call for like the next two, three years. So this all started because your friend's stream was so strong it bounced back and it hit him. Uh, yeah, correct. I, correct. I said, why? Why is there pills for weak stream, but there's not pills for strong stream? Because sometimes your stream is so strong, you know, you get. It's an angles game in the urinal, Craig. It's an angles game. Mike will tell you the same thing. You got to figure out what's the best way to do this, especially if you're feeling particularly strong that day. Maybe you go off the side, have that angle bounce off, and then go down. You have to figure out the angles. I don't know if there's a lot of people listening who have never used a urinal before, but urinals are an angles game. Think of it as a backboard. And you got to keep in mind that splashback is not just – your urine it's whoever used it thanks, last Roy. thanks thanks Roy. yeah so you might want to get yourself checked out there, <laughs> the first time i ever saw billy was in the clevelander bathroom oh yeah. wow look at this we've come full circle yeah you were washing your hands and i was like i didn't want to say anything because we're in the damn bathroom <laughs> wow did i use the urinal or was i coming out of a stall or you just uh, caught me like on I, the end i, like, I walked in and you were washing your hands and so i was like oh, right. do i hide in the stall because i don't want billy to see me pee um hmm. do you, did you think that i was gonna go straight from washing my hands and just start watching people <laughs> at the urinal because no. i feel like i'm probably then giving off the wrong well, vibe with my strong stream i was afraid something might you know hit you <laughs> yeah is no this a regular thing the strong stream for me it is Oh, wow. I don't know if I should be congratulating you or if maybe we should be looking up to see if that's a sign of something. Mike, what do you do if you don't mind me asking? I'm trying to get behind uh, this, not music, but behind the bit where we're just referring to as goat piss, Mike, but I feel like there's more to you than just figuring out, you know, animals and peeing on their faces. He's in porn. Yeah. <laughs> no, he he works for a book. He works for a bookstore, uh, kind of. Oh yeah, that is boring. Ooh, porn bookstore. <laughs> oh no, that came out all the way wrong. Mike, your voice, obviously. I mean, it's it's the elephant in the room here. It's a great voice. Have you ever like thought about trying to do like voiceover work? If I had a dollar for every time I heard that, I could pay off my car. <laughs> We need to get you discovered. That's what we need to do. We need to get you an agent and we need to get you doing something. I don't know where we would do that because I feel like we've severed ties with a lot of uh, institutions that might be able to help with that. So mm. not going to promise you that you're going to be doing Monday Night Football because I don't think that we have that pull. Not that we ever did, but I don't yeah. think it's going to be that. So what would you like if we could find an ideal situation for you to use your voice for? What would you like to voice? Sunday Night Football. Yeah. No, if I'm going to NBC, put me on hockey or soccer. <laughs> now, Craig, you know, he, he gets drugged in Miami. But you say he's not a lightweight, so he's a big partier. Mike, what is go piss? Sorry. What is give me a story? I feel like you have stories. You guys, Craig and Mike go piss. They just look like dudes that have some crazy stories. Mike, what's a crazy story that you have that competes with Craig getting drugged in Miami? Tell him about when we met. Oh, yeah. Well, I was a lightweight back then, and I had, I think, six uh, I had six butt ices, and I wound up um, 
puking on his sister in a diner in Chicago at 3 a.m. Uh, in front of several Chicago policemen. Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on a second. Wow. You guys met because you got drunk and puked on his sister? Did you know each other? Or that's like your means oh. of introduction was vomiting on his sister? No, it, it would have been a better one. But no, we were friends before that. It was called e-wrestling. We were, uh, sorry, Miz, I had to betray that confidence. We were in e-wrestling together. We were, you know, we would write matches and promos together and stuff like that. And, uh, and what is e-wrestling? Hold on a second. It's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, but for wrestling, you just write storylines. Sort and... of, yeah. Yeah. And then he dated my sister. Before or after vomiting on her? Bef- was it? It was before. before. Okay. <laughs> were you together when you vomited on her or this was like a no oh you had broken up and then you vomited on her yeah, yeah. oh okay all right so you guys were into e-wrestling together where you would write wrestling scripts and promos uh that's how you met yeah. and then he started dating your sister not sure how that happened but he started dating your sister and then at some point things didn't go well they broke up you ended up at a bar together, and he vomited on her it wasn't, in front of police officers. It, it wasn't a bar. We got drunk in a hotel in Chicago. I brought, like, 20 people with me to Chicago. We went to this diner with everybody, and yeah. Miz was obliterated and just projectile vomited over the whole table. And there's just hmm. cops sitting there over, over on the side, and they're just like, what are these guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> and after that, I'm assuming... Craig's sister said, you know what? I miss Mike. We got to get back together. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what happened. I had a feeling. You're a romantic, Mike. I feel it. She's a psychologist now. How does e-wrestling work? Not to bring it back to that, but so you guys write promos and you write things, but how do you decide who who wins? Or like, do you start writing something and then he'll like write more? Do you do shows? Like, do you write an episode of like what you want Raw to be like that week? Well, we, we should clarify, we haven't done this in like 20 years now. But There would be a commissioner, and he would, it's basically like he, uh, the commissioner chooses who wins and loses based on, I don't want to get into this because that's, that's a rabbit hole, but. <laughs> Sounds like there's a dark side to there the There is, wrestling. there is. There's a very dark side. That's why I, that's oh, why wow. we got out of it. Hmm. So. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. I feel like after hearing all this, like I have so many more questions that I did beforehand. But uh, has there ever been any beef between you guys over the fact that Goat Piss Mike used to date your sister, Craig? That was before I even physically met him. I met him first online, but then I didn't meet him first yeah. in person. She met him before I did, which pissed me off. That yeah. I guess that kind of pissed me off. Goat pissed you off. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But uh, he's like he's like my rock. He's uh he's your Dwayne Johnson. Yes, yes. We went to uh Chicago, the Wrigley what? Field, when they when the bathrooms were all being remodeled and they didn't have, they only had like two working bathrooms in the whole stadium, and so there was like cups of pee all over the place. <laughs> what a memory! We've been camping together. We've been we've done everything together. So it's hard to narrow this down. Seems like lots of your memories uh, revolve around like bodily functions, like bathrooms in Chicago, I, the bathroom I, I, at the bar, I, vomiting on the sister. Me and Miz should have a podcast called uh, a Craig and Miz Piss All Over America. 
Interesting name. <laughs> All right. So I'm trying to paint the picture here for the audience. So now to explain how you ended up in Miami. You, you're a diehard fan of the show. Yes. And so what happens at one of your nights in Miami that became memorable, but yet not memorable? Um, all right. So good question, Chris. <laughs> I have trouble sleeping. Like I only sleep in like kind of shifts, like two to three hours at a time. I went back to my hotel room on the 19th because my the 20th was my birthday and just slept in. But I set my alarm for like 745, I think it was. I wanted to wake up to watch SmackDown and I slept right through the alarm and I woke up at 11 o'clock at night and then I watched SmackDown and that took like an hour and a half. So about 1230-ish, I went down to the Clevelander, the, the outdoor bar, and I'm drinking. I got propositioned by a prostitute. Oh, congratulations. That was, that was interesting, yeah. I mean, you, ha- you haven't been to Miami until... <laughs> I was just having a good old time. And then like one thirty rolled around and they just said like, cause it was raining and they just like decided to close down. And I'm like, well, now what? I'm like, I asked the bartenders, I'm like, is there another bar around here I can just go to? And they were like, yeah, just go down, just walk down the street. And so I walked down the street and I went to the voodoo lounge and I didn't know what the voodoo lounge was. I just was looking for something it had music. That's scary. It had music. <laughs> it had music playing. It was really cool. I was like, "All right, music's playing. I'm in a good mood. Let's check this out." And I gave the guy my money to get in the bar, and I went in, and I was the only white dude in there except for the bar t- or the uh, DJ. And have you guys been there? Billy goes often. I do not <laughs> regularly go to Voodoo Lounge. Tend to avoid South Beach clubs, man. I know what you're talking about, though. They had um, these, like, giant... It was like a, a jar, and then it had pipes coming out of it. Oh, this is the hookah. The hookahs. Okay. And they had them on, like, every seat. And and people kept, like, asking me, come on, come on, do the, do the hookah, or whatever. And I'm like, I don't... <laughs> do the hookah. I don't do the hookah. Did you do the hookah, Craig? <laughs> no, I didn't. I I'm not so, uh, a, I'm not a drug guy. I'm you know hookahs. It's but not really. It's it's like tobacco. tobacco. Man. It's, it's like flavored. I I drink right. beer. That's it. It's smart of you if you're not sure what it is, just to pass. It's a, it's a heady play yeah, by yeah. you, Craig. Yeah, I thought so too. And and this is a shared hookah. This is like multiple people sharing yes. the scene. A sh- yes, a shuka. No, boy. Yeah, there was like multiple pipes coming out of these jars. Hey, man. <laughs> The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action of DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet just five bucks to get $150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DAN, that's code DAN, D-A-N, for new customers to get 150 bonus bets when you bet just five bucks only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus best expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. 
All right, so you're overwhelmed in this place, and you're 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 ready for a good time, and so oh, like, I was having a great time. Place? So what happens? And then I didn't know it until the next day because I was wondering when I could have gotten drugged. So like all of a sudden you just we cut to you waking up the next morning. No, I remember everything because. So what do you remember? Tell us. I was I was just having a good time, just talking to these people. I was there was these two ladies that were, you know, doing the hookah and. And there was other guys that were just, you know, I was just chatting up, cutting up, like coming to menches, you know, and all that stuff. (laughs) I was having such a good time that I wanted to take a selfie. I never take selfies because my arms are short. I don't know if you can tell from the from the camera. Like I have alligators. Yeah, I have like your arms look like they look like a nice length. Don't you talk bad about yourself, Craig? I have like T Rex arms. Yeah, good arms over there. Yeah, nice arms. And so I'm like trying to take a picture of myself. I have my camera up here and I'm like trying yeah, to take a picture get, and all this stuff. You got to get the good angle. Yeah. yeah. Angle. Right. And during that process, I'm pretty sure that's when someone put something in my drink. And do you think it was one of these people you were having a good time with? Uh, no. Okay. Um, well, maybe, I don't know because. And so like, and then, so once what, what's your memory of becoming drugged essentially? Like, what do you remember about that? I know when I'm drunk, I, I, you know, I drink for a living pretty much, (laughs) but I had like 10 beers in like three hours. I don't get drunk off of 10 beers in three hours. Right. Billy, how about you? I would not. 10 (laughs) beers would be the end of me. I'm telling you right now, 10, 10 beers. What size beers are we talking about here? Are we talking about like shot glasses? Cause that maybe I could survive. Pints. 10, Pine, 10 pints. No, yeah. Craig, I'm with you. I, if I drank 10 beers in three hours, I'm like, I'm buzzed. Yeah. But I don't think I'm hammered. 10 pints? You must have spent $60,000 at the South Beach. <laughs> 10 pints of beer. That is true. I, it's yeah, so yeah, expensive. Yeah. My grandma yeah. my grandma left me some money. And <laughs> and so I, I made sure to spend pretty much all of it. Um, Go piss. If uh, you drank 10 beers in three hours, how hammered would you be? Oh, now I'd be like hardly even buzzed. I've built up my tolerance a little bit since uh, 1999. Do you guys, uh, this is sorry to interrupt. Do you guys, basically as soon as beer touches my lips, I need to pee every single time. I don't know what it is. It just, as soon (laughs) as I drink one, it's like, I need to pee. (laughs) And then, you know. Right through me. Like two in, maybe then I start feeling like, wait a minute, maybe there's something more than just pee that I need to do now, (laughs) you know? Body's that defense that, mechanism that happens to you guys, or is it just me? No, I'm with you. It no, right yeah, through me, yeah. right through me, yeah, right through me. Yeah. Uh, Craig didn't pee once. Ten beers, three hours. Yeah, I don't. E- well, I no. don't even know if no. I went to the bathroom at that place. As the story goes, from what I remember, you did pee, Craig. What? <laughs> a little later in the night. Wow. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Not gonna say when, but. <laughs> All right, Craig. So you're in the place. You have a feeling during the selfie, you feel like you were just drugged in hindsight. I'm imagining at the time you didn't say to yourself, was I just drugged? Like this is all in hindsight. No, I, right? I knew something was wrong. Really? Yeah, I knew something was wrong because I don't fall down. Like, Oh, you fell. That's how, okay. Yeah, so I, I don't fall. I was falling down, walking down ocean, coming back to the Clevelander. By the way, can anyone tell Dan anything? Leaky faucet, I'm time, am I right? Talking, I'm saying it's like, did you want that email read on air? <laughs> I just meant it as like an encouragement for him. And 
<laughs> all of a sudden well you're welcome he read it that's the way he read it too. Sudden, he's like i didn't ask this guy five thousand people are on my profile and looking at my pictures <laughs> and shit um all right so you're drugged and so what tell like the people are walking you back that's the, crazy the guys from uh i don't want to say bouncers but like the doormen at security guys yeah, yeah, yeah they helped me back to the clevelander and then the clevelander people took me up to my room Wow. So it was like a combination, like they, they tagged in. Like, hey. Some good customer service right there. Some solid CS. Yes. Yeah. And th- this is why I know I was drugged because like the first thing for me to go when I'm drunk is my memory. Like I, I wouldn't have remembered any of that if I was drunk. What do we think here, guys? Do we think he was just hammered off these 10 beers or like, what, what, what are we thinking here? He's definitely not a lightweight. I, I believe he actually got drugged. I mean, Everything I know about Miami comes from the show, pretty much. But it sounds totally uh, about right. He definitely uh, <laughs> caught that roofie. I agree. Uh, ten cr- pints. Cr- I mean, I'm telling you, if it was me. <laughs> but it wasn't you. It was Craig who drinks for a living. He says. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was way fatter. I don't know if you can tell. Like this shirt. Like, look at this shirt. Yeah, it's oversized shirt. You look good, man. Um, I was going to tell you, you look different than the last time I saw you. You also have more facial hair than I remember. Well, that's because I haven't shaved or cut my hair in like a year. So I think Billy's telling you to shave. No, I'm not telling you to shave. I was actually the same. Uh, I didn't get an actual haircut for like a real, real haircut from a barber or like a professional for months. And then I got, while all this was going on, two different haircuts from my wife and she... She hated doing it, um, so I couldn't do that again. So eventually, I finally gave in and I got a haircut, and now I have it, and I don't know how I feel. You, about you it. look terrific. No, I mean, well, thank you. I appreciate. Just, I mean, just, just that's just me. I, no, he does. You're right. Let him say, say it, it, Craig. You can say it. it. He looks I'm not going to say it. That is so cool and such a good positive attitude that you have that you can take a trip and get drugged and then wake up the next morning and be like, "Wow, I got drugged last night," and then still leave that trip saying that was a great trip and i that that speaks to how awesome we are am i right roy yeah yeah it's all it's because of us and i mean like if we weren't so awesome your trip might have been a little ruined by getting drugged but because we're so awesome how about us yeah look at us thank you chris and roy well all right thank you guys for joining us go piss this is our first time talking to you it was a delight thank you for joining us man privilege man you guys are awesome craig we really appreciate you coming on man and we appreciate your support of everything we do seriously i'm I'm really thankful for you guys giving me uh just just to talk to you guys because like i've been i've been alone for a lot of uh the last year and between the hospital and doing all the you know all this shit that i've been going through it's really cool to be able to talk to people that uh love me thank you thanks craig Well, that was something. Those guys are awesome. Billy, after this pandemic's over, the three of us go piss. Because mm-hmm. they said they're coming down here, I believe. Unless I cut that part out of the interview. <laughs> they said that they, they're planning a trip when this is over. They would uh, drink but, our asses under the table. And I don't know, I feel like table I and then outside it. of the actual restaurant. Before we get out of here, I want to give a shout out to Craig, the guy that blacked out in Miami. Um, I want everyone to go to his Twitter account because he, he he mentioned in the interview that he's been going through a bit of a rough time. This year's been tough on a lot of people, but especially for him. Um, he, he was talking about being on Medicaid and struggling to find a therapist 
in his area and he talked about um, a bar in his area where a bunch of people he's close with just lost their job and um, because of these hard times and he started to go fund me for them so um, I want people to check out everything because that's a good dude Craig is and um, he's trying to do good things for people and he's trying to you know better himself um, by talking to somebody and he needs some help with it so uh, check out his uh, Twitter account it's at Willie Chuck Jr. Craig Kirkendall is his name um, at Willie Chuck Jr. yeah check him out um, sorry I, I know that was uh, I didn't want to you know make it awkward but just wanted to give him a shout out there coming up next week our exclusive with George Clooney all right we should do that. I've always thought that'd be a funny bit, but it kind of loses its wind the bit as soon as the interview starts. Like, interview a guy named Michael Jordan and then just advertise like Michael Jordan's coming on. Right. His last name is Clooney, but his first name is, like, John. Like, that's a good idea, but then all of a sudden you end up in the interview and you're just talking to some guy named Michael Jordan, and it's like, what are we going to talk to him about? We did that with Tiger. Tiger Clark yes. instead of Tiger Woods. All right. Well, this was fun. I have a question for you. Did you just clap? It's like a thing you do at the end of something. It's kind of like Dan. Like whenever he's done with an interview, he kind of like just claps and throws his hands up like done. Yeah, but that's a frustrating thing. Uh, no, true. no, no. Chris was like the quarterback breaking up the huddle. Mm-hmm. We're going. Yep, that's exactly what I did. Ready, break. Sometimes I do it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what? I was going to make it. I was going to make a coitus joke about like sometimes I clap. But you know what? Really? We've done enough of that. We don't need to bring it to that level. Right. We're above that. What? Uh, get out of the gutter. No, I was going to make a joke that at the end of sex, yeah. I... I clap. That's, uh, we got it. that's not great. Anyways, right. Mystery Crate, wrapping up, baby. Too much, See you guys later. Too much information there. Rate, review, subscribe, you know, whatever. Clapping. How your wife feels about that, man. I don't know. <laughs> I'll make a clap. <laughs>